Starship USS Malcolm Reed Puzzle, our ongoing mission to explore new episodes of Star Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go by to the, the Betazoid Cougar Store. Soy Trek the Podcast is here. One half vegan, one half queer. A hundred percent communist. Unless we have a less Patrick's and Britain Talking, joking, farting and shitting All about Star Trek Like our buttholes, this show is Trek Soy Trek, the podcast is here So listen to Soy Trek right in your ears I like that scat. Thank that, you. That impromptu scatting. I feel like if, if you're a bad rapper, if you just get good at scat, it doesn't really matter. Because you can be like, I was walking down the street. Scoop, baba, dooba, da, ding, dang, a doo. Feeling out the beat. <laughs> Rap, baba, dooba, da, dee, dee, da, doo. And when you're a scat man, things like the street are called the screet. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm from the screen. <laughs> Because it's, it's the scat street, you see. Yeah, it's the scat it's the street. Scr- yeah, it's, that's where you learn how to scat. You don't. You don't oh, think you yeah. learn that shit at homeschool, do you, son? I'm from the streets. Skip, <laughs> scat, skip, and a do. Just a scat gang comes up on you. Yeah. Hey, what street are you from? What street are you from? <laughs> and just like all s noises, like I'm a streak. Nah, I can't even do a snake. It's a hard one. Scat, scat, skate, snake, skate, skate. S- 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 snake. It's literally just snake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess there's a K in there. Damn it. Yeah. Well, that failed. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. We all fail. We all fail. Most of you. Yeah, some more uh, than others. Yeah, some, <laughs> some a lot more than others. <laughs> Let's just say. Everything is a failure in my. <laughs> uh, you're on a pretty successful Star Trek podcast, That's my friend. That's true. Pretty successful on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/DumbIdiotBS, oh where for as little as two dollars a month, you can help support us and keep us editorially independent and ad-free, and also get uh, high-quality stereo episodes the minute I'm done making them, instead mm. of having to listen in shitty mono. It sounds like this all the time. Hey, we're in shitty mono! Mono. For some reason, when we're in mono, we have North Atlantic accents. <laughs> and we report only the news from the 1930s. You Pre- see... President Taft died in an auto gyro accident today. <laughs> <laughs> There's a concerning little man named Hitler over in Germany. Uh, he's no real threat, though. The U.S. supports him <laughs> completely and thoroughly. He's doing a new kind of Jim Crow, see? Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, you also get, um, I don't know, you get to vote on every week. We do a, a listener slash patron suggested episode, mm. and you get to suggest those and vote on them. We just nice. did Galaxy Quest. We did. Which was a real fun time. Yeah, I think mm. everyone should vote for inappropriate comedy for the next one it's that's not even how it's pronounced uh, oh in in app appropriate and an app appropriate <laughs> you're almost you almost got it in appropriate there you go in appropriate inappropriate shooting those in app ropes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm appropriate shooting them appropriate shooting, shooting them appropriate uh, yeah yeah all over a hotel room <laughs> 
<laughs> Leaving them for someone else. They have to clean it up. Bring out the black light. I want to see what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought about that, just bringing a black light to a hotel room and losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah bringing it, put, putting on your little uh, your little lobster bib and going. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at all these crabs everywhere. <laughs> It's like Crabathon at Bread Lobster. <laughs> Crabathon. Um, so, uh, <laughs> or as a scat man would call it a crab, a scrab. <laughs> scrab. <laughs> Fuck you, scrab. You crossed the picket line. <laughs> Fuck you, scrab. Skip, scrab, skip, skip. You did it sideways, too. Beep it up, beep it up, beep it up. Dong. I love this scrab language. Yeah. The scat language. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's it's kind of like Esperanto. It is, but you can only do it if you have rhythm. Oh yeah, right, right. Can only scat without rhythm. With scat with rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Walk without scat. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're trying to say. Anyway, <laughs> going back to our Patreon.com/slash/DumbIdiotBS, uh, for as little as five dollars a month, you, we announce your name on the show because you're a producer of what we do. Yeah. People like uh, Dylan Lance, Nick Savard, Jordan Hale, David Craning, Sites, Cappies, D. Gursky, Eric and Southslope, Jormore, Tim Wilkinson, Ethan Adams, uh, Kyle Simmons, P.J. Hill, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCreary, S.F.C. Punk, King Penumbra, Roberto Molino. Uh, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Anna Conklin, Iggy, Abigail Simpson, Electric Baphomet, Joe DeVideo, Joanna Hearn. Damn. Bunch of people. Bunch of people. Bunch of people. Thank you all so much for all of your support. Um, yeah, we love you. Yeah, we also have other higher tiers. At the $10 tier, you get access to the Media Dungeon, which is my media server with a motherfuck ton of media on it. it more, does. more movies than you will see anywhere else on the internet. You can shake a stick at uh, it's digital, so I mean you, you couldn't can really. A sh- you can take a shake, mm-hmm. stick a sh- shake a stick at your TV set. You and, could, and just I mean, by... if, if it was if it was scatting, you could shake a <laughs> sh- kick at it stick and at go stick 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 it do boom and do. Gonna shake my stick at it. Stick, yes. We're committed to the stick. We're committed to the stick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but see, that's a thing. Like, you know, with, if you had, like, an entire physical media um, collection of, this, of the same movies that you have on there, mm-hmm. it would be shaking a stick all day. Oh. But you could just, like, have the Plex I, server I could up. not exist in this apartment with that many films. You couldn't. And you and no. there, was, there, would be no, there, there would be no room for you to even shake that stick. That's true. You would have, like, a tiny corridor that you have to walk through, and that's mm-hmm. not enough room. But with your Plex server open... There is like a million movies right there, and you can just shake mm. your stick at the TV screen, and right. you've already shake your, shaken a stick at more movies than you could ever. Right. Shake a stick I at. mean, with with seventeen thousand films, I couldn't even shake my dick at that. <laughs> and my dick is much smaller than any stick in existence. <laughs> like it's like uh, it's more like a piece of like straw. Mm. That's why they, that's why my last name is Britain Straw. Oh. That's why Straw is the last name of my family is because we're famous for having very. Very small, thin penises. It's a curse from Rumple Stiltskin. Uh, it's Rumple Foreskin. <laughs> Rumple Fo- yeah, Rumple <laughs> Foreskin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After he was forced to spin, after he uh, was uh, was fooled by the girl by the maiden, he tricked to spin straw into gold. Mm-hmm. You know, and she found out his name. He mm. uh, he had did one last curse. Yeah. Like all your progeny should have straw-sized dicks, <laughs> <laughs> and they shall get no pleasure from them. <laughs> they'll be they'll be as thin as straw, <laughs> and just as fragile. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Rumple Foreskin, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. <laughs> do, you, do you think it weaves foreskin into gold? <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds that sounds pretty Soros coded. Let's be that honest. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's, yeah. that's pretty. That's a protocol of the elders of Zion. I feel, I feel that's like a conspiracy theory somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's why they perform circumcisions. <laughs> there's a basement with with a, with a, with a goblin in it. With, <laughs> With a, with a magic troll that spins foreskins into gold. And there's just like these guys in big black hats delivering all these boxes of foreskin for them. <laughs> they, just, they just dump it into a pile <laughs> right behind them. Uh, the, f- ah, the foreskin shoots open it up again. <laughs> yeah. More is coming. Get ready. 
Foreskin coming in! <laughs> Someone sound the foreskin alarm! <laughs> the klaxon starts going off. <laughs> no, and then, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin maybe just has a whole room full. It's like a whole, like, um, like a sweatshop. It just has a whole bunch of women just, like, spinning um, that those foreskins into gold. The women and the children, too. The women and the children. And yeah, and they, no, one know, no one can guess his name. Yeah. I mean, Rumpelstiltskin's a pretty obvious name for a little troll guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you if, if you didn't know, like, about Rumpelstiltskin, and he was just like, guess my name, you'd be like, oh, something stupid, Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> what, what are fucking idiots called? Yeah, what are moron, yeah. dumb idiot you're babies either, You're called? either Brandon or Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> like, what'd you say? Oh, no! <laughs> he disappears in a, in a puff of smoke. <laughs> In a puff of foreskin. In a puff of foreskin. Is that is actually his full name is Brandon Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Excuse me, that's Brandon Rumpel Foreskin. Oh yeah, Brandon Rumpel Foreskin. Because <laughs> obviously Rumpelstiltskin's is last or Rumpel Foreskin's his last name. It's not his first name. Yeah. It's, it's like and like uh, yeah, what do you think that is? German? Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> You got to look in your eye like you want to say something else. <laughs> it's okay. You, we can say it's Soros coded. <laughs> it's Soros we code. we know that like it's just being dog whistled out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would make sense that it is a German fairy tale. Yeah. The Germans have a uh, complicated history with those <laughs> yeah. kind of things. But I think my headcanon though his first name is Brandon. Um yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or like Gunther. Gunther. Gunther and Rumpel Foreskin. Yeah, Gunther pretty... Rumpel Foreskin. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or maybe Kevin Rumpel Foreskin. <laughs> Kevin Rumpel. <laughs> well, like the Minion? I feel Kevin is a German name, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's the Minion's full name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> minion for Rumpel Foreskin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Minion or the Bob. So anyway, now that we, <laughs> yeah, now that we burned 12 minutes of. <laughs> 12 minutes of time talking about now, Rumpelforskin. Now that we've robbed 12 minutes of your life, we are actually goblins that steal minutes of your life and spit it into gold. Spit it back into foreskin, baby. We spit, we spit it back into foreskin. That's how I'm getting my extra foreskin back. It's yeah. your time. Yeah. That's, how, yeah, that's how we decided to regrow our foreskins after after our, after our being being forced to undergo circumcisions as babies. Like We're, we're reclaiming our foreskin yeah. by stealing yours yep. digitally. <laughs> this is a uh this is the digital uh the the digital foreskin reclamation podcast yeah. we'll uh we'll be seizing your foreskin digitally through audio through mm. your ear earbuds or whatever you're listening to yeah uh okay. the bigger headphones the better we suggest over the ear headphones we do those are the easiest way to take your foreskin yeah the ones that just like fit into your ears the airpod things mm -hmm. they they get we have to extract the foreskin very, very slowly, and yeah. it's barely even worth it for us sometimes if you use no. AirPods. So you need and, like the over-the-head ones, right? And if ladies are out there being like, "Oh, I'm safe," <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of a motherfucking clitoral hood? <laughs> ladies yeah. got foreskin too, buddy. Ladies got foreskin. We all too. got foreskin, motherfucker. <laughs> it's a foreskin party, baby. Except yours are intact. Yeah, I yeah. mean, in most cultures. In most cultures. Unfortunately, there's some that, uh, you know, they do the female circumcision in several different really terrible, awful, terrible, terrible, terrible ways. I used to work with a woman who had one. That's an interesting thing for you to know. Yeah. She, she shared it with us, yeah. She shared it. She shared well that knowledge. Oh, right, yeah, right. Told, not not, not the foreskin. Yeah, right. Not her clitoral hood. <laughs> She's like, she brings it in for show and tell. Bring your daughter yeah, to work. Today. She showed us. She still has it. <laughs> We're like, cool, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's all good in the clitoral hood, baby. It's all good in the clitoral hood. Uh, yeah, unless you're from the wrong uh, street. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> what you doing around here, boy? Um, yeah. We just took more. Just took more of your foreskin with that. That was, no. that was another four minutes. <laughs> another four, <laughs> four minutes of foreskin. Four minutes to four, four minutes to foreskin. Yeah, that's that's what they tell you in the green room before you're on. They're like, "Hey, you got four minutes to foreskin, baby. Break a leg." It's four minutes to, to foreskin. foreskin. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the hand that strokes it in doom. <laughs> four minutes to foreskin. Put that smegma in my womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that song Th- yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I stole womb that rhyme from the, the original one yeah it did yeah, yeah, yeah I actually had a womb line which is so it always like it al- it's almost like naturally fits yeah it does yeah. like like the smegma into like the, the womb like the smegma into the womb smegma womb <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the name of my new indie rock band yeah, smegma womb <laughs> smegma womb <laughs> Your math rock band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mid- Midwest math rock, even though <laughs> I'm not in the Midwest. No. It is somehow but, co- but like you're you're you spiritually you are. Well, yeah, we only eat hot dish at our practices. <laughs> yeah. so. Just all mayonnaise based. <laughs> yeah. Just, just casseroles with mayonnaise on top. <laughs> Desserts with mayonnaise, like par- just, mayonnaise parfaits. Desserts made out of uh cream of mushroom soup somehow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And and uh, and the fried onions and peas. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hot dish tort. Hot dish tort. Here's your mayonnaise parfait. So anyway, now that we burnt uh, five more (laughs) minutes of time, (laughs) we'll never get to this episode. Uh, We watched uh, Lower Decks this week. We did. We got a new episode of Lower Decks. Oh, by the way, uh, go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Sign up. Be our friend. Thank you. Yeah, sign up. Um, <clears throat> so, Lower Decks, uh, Season 4, Episode 5, Empathological Fallacies. Mm. Great great name. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, released uh, today, September 28th, 2023. But we'll probably release this tomorrow. Nice. But, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe at midnight tonight. Ooh. Or maybe four minutes to foreskin. <laughs> four minutes to foreskin. This is getting released. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what time that is. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like three fifteen or something. You're just gonna take the foreskin that you you you, you reclaimed and then throw it at a clock and whatever. <laughs> and whatever. See, you got the big hand, you got the small hand, and you got the foreskin. Yeah, the foreskin. <laughs> and when those hands touch the foreskin, that's when the episode gets released. Yeah, that's when the magic happens, baby. <laughs> You're divining your time there. Could happen today. Could happen tomorrow. That's the way of the clock. <laughs> that's the way of the cock. The way of the cock. Skin. Uh, indeed. So uh, this is the fifth episode of season four um the 35th episode uh overall of 35 episodes so far and the 902nd episode of star trek released overall 900th 902nd oh wow yeah so this one was written by jamie loftus Mm. who i'm actually familiar with because i heard her on i think some more news i want to say okay uh talking about a book she's been writing called raw dog the history of hot dogs oh interesting yeah and uh, she's been on a couple podcasts that i listen to and each time i found her to be a delight Mm. uh she's a very good comedian she has a couple podcasts uh including like uh one called like the the Beckdale something about the Beckdale test kind of and about okay. like women representation in media. She also wrote for uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, cool. But you should definitely check her out, her book Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Which is a book about the history of hot dogs, mm. which is actually pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. And also, pretty much all hot dogs aren't raw. They're all cooked, perfectly cooked. That's true. Mm. I'd like more hot dogs. I'm going to start getting like the raw hot dogs like they get raw milk. I'm going to go <laughs> to my co-op and be like, excuse me, do you have the raw hot dogs? I'm like, you mean sausage? And I'll be like, no, 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 I want those raw nitrates and all. I want those. The, that's the thing. Like people are consuming cooked nitrates. Right. Like we're not getting those raw nitrates that are good for your blood. Right. We're yeah. not getting that that raw slurry of hot dog. <laughs> yeah. That's just like lips and buttholes and yeah. weird like bony parts and shit. I mean, if you think about it, you know how like you know pretty much all the fruits vitamins are in the skin. Mm-hmm. Like all of the vitamins of a hog mm-hmm. are in its lips, its mm-hmm. butthole. Like its nose, like yeah. that's where all the that's where all the good vitamins are. Why do you think? Why do you think eating butthole 
eating ass has become such a big thing lately is because that's where all the vitamins are people you notice like everyone who eats ass is pretty jacked yeah because that's like there's so much protein in that Mm -hmm. bubble like I eat ass, and I'm I'm very physically fit. Exactly. Yeah. It's not because I work out. It's because I eat butthole. You eat tons of butthole. I eat so much butthole, yeah. and like I'm just I always have my little crab bib on. And I'm <laughs> Except there's just like a like a little like a little pucker. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of crab, just a little butthole on my little bib. Yeah, a little butthole on your bib. Mm-hmm. And you're just like it's butthole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's butthole fist down at the Red Lobster. <laughs> Um, so this uh, episode was directed by Megan Lloyd, who also did the Moopsie episode from earlier oh, cool. this season. Yeah, which was a pretty pretty all right. Yeah, episode. we like Moopsie. Yeah, Moopsie was all right. Yeah. Um, that that whole episode altogether, fine. Not 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 amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's uh, get into it. Immediate credit sequence. Yeah. Which is uh, they they've done that a couple times this season, which is kind of rare for them. You know? Yeah, no cold opens lately. Yeah, yeah, the opens are hot. They're hot. They're Come hot. In hot. Hot like a womb. <laughs> With smegma. <laughs> smegma womb. Um, so we open on to Lynn giving a report to her Vulcan boss. The Cerritos is transporting three Betazoid diplomats who all have a yard drink like you get in Mexico or New Orleans. Yeah. Or also in, like, yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Basically yeah. anywhere that has, like, an open drinking culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she calls them glorified socialites and says they're headed to Risa. One of them hits on Ransom, and he's receptive, which she doesn't like because she likes it when they play hard to get. And she pretty much crams that drink in his butthole. Yeah, she like, does. You see, you see it wedged between his cheeks. Yeah, she puts she puts the yard in between his cheeks, yeah. which is like definitely um, sexual assault <laughs> yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's into it. He's so, into it. So I guess, you know, consent is mandatory, but that works since he's consenting that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's not good. Uh, no. No, yeah. it's something you shouldn't do to people, even if you think they'll like it. Unless, like, you know, they're your partner and you know they'll like it. Mm-hmm. And they like little surprises and, you know. They like they like drinks wedged in their butt cheeks. You know, who, whomst among <laughs> us, you know, whomst among us, yeah, yeah has, has not had a, uh, a full, a full, uh, you know, uh, highball glass shoved into their asshole. Let ye who live in glass houses throw the first stone. Let ye who don't have glass highball glasses <laughs> in their assholes throw the first highball glass into my asshole. <laughs> Please. 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 It's lonely. <laughs> Um, so, um, I think, I think this is kind of a direct homage to Luxwana Troy, um, mm-hmm. because she was always about a little bit of, you know, a little bit of that CNC, mm. a consensual non-consent kind of thing. Okay. She's always like, hey, maybe it would be cool <laughs> if you pretended you didn't want my amazing pussy. Mm. And so Picard is like... Very well. I don't want your amazing pussy. <laughs> and then she's like, "That's a pretty good job." Yeah, she did. You can have it. She did like the hard to get. She loved Odo, mm-hmm. and Odo was like a hard nut to crack. Yeah, uh, I think one of my favorite the one of the the horniest line in all of Star Trek um, <clears throat> is like Odo says something about like his his habits, and he's like. Uh, I can only be solid for 16 hours, and then I, I form into a, a, a pile of liquid for the night. And uh, Luxana says, "I can swim," <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. It was excellent. I think what a fucking hoe. I love her. I, I think love her. Her and Odo actually make more sense than him and Kira. So much more sense. Yeah, he's like uh, they're he's opposite. Like they're opposite to track. To kind of right, track. and they're both like kind of older. You know, yeah, although both, yeah. O- o- Odo's way older, but yeah, yeah, they're, but and that 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 makes sense, and it's like it, it would make sense that there's someone that's so like direct mm-hmm. could dis- would be able to disarm him. Yeah, and yeah, she's like she's kind of like a the ultimate bratty bottom, which is what he needs because he's you know kind of like autistic coded and he, yeah. he definitely needs direction yeah because also mm-hmm. like he's it's like you know like I, like yeah he's, he's kind of like data where it's like he's still like getting used to just like human emotions in mm-hmm. a way and and then that kind of thing so navigating relationships yeah it'd be cooler if he was like aerosmith still getting used to sweet emotion <laughs> yeah still getting used to sweet emotion yeah because yeah. yeah. i still can't play that fucking song so obviously they're still getting used to it <laughs> yeah maybe it's just because that song sucks 
by Aerosmith? Are you sure a song sucks by them? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dog. I've only listened to their whole discography. Woof. And, yeah. pl- and played the video game. Oh, yeah. I played a lot of Revolution X. Same. I, yeah. it, was always, it was like the one video game at Pizza Hut. I, um... <laughs> I actually turned that uh, game into Revolution Triple X by whipping my dick out in public. Interesting. Yeah. While playing it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, they do. They did have like that hot digital babe in it. Right. Like that's and when also, that, that's when video games didn't have like yeah. babes in it. Right. And but then the babe became a monster, and you're just like, okay, this is this is hot. <laughs> this is hot. This is hot now. She just became a pig oh, like monster or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and they got that coin return, which is like the perfect size for my little pe- my little <laughs> straw-sized penis. Um, so, and that's why you're able to then like also then it's prehensile, so you're able to grab your quarter and bring it back <laughs> out. <laughs> that's what they and Ripple Stiltskin forgot. He gave it, he made it prehensile, so you can grab things with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's basically like a um like a a paperclip and function. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a lock pick. Yeah, I can use it as like a slug to get like gumballs and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a mall. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm getting a free soda at the soda machine. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rocking it back and forth. And they're like, hey, don't tip it over. I'm not. I'm fucking it. <laughs> you got to tilt the damn machine. <laughs> just getting a soda. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Talin is tasked with getting the Betazoids more drinks, and she finds this trying. Also, I think it's funny, like, because of the design of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, Betazoids are distinct because they have pure black eyes. Yeah. And everyone in the show has pure black eyes. That's true. But, but I did notice they did make their eyes a little bit bigger. Right. And they're also, like, specifically Betazoid coded because they're dressed real slutty. They're dressed real slutty. Which we love. And, yeah, it's just... Uh, they're showing they're, they're lots ba- of cleave. Lots of cleave, and they're ba- they're basically being like little Luxwanas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're looks they're 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 not Deanna Troy, uh, Betazoids. They're, well, they're she's only half, so she didn't she, only she didn't get the insanely horny part, unfortunately. Yeah. Which yeah. we all wish she did. She got the I sense emotions part. Yeah, the, she got the weird like psychic dreams part. And yeah, shit, which sucks to get because she doesn't get like you know jacked off in her sleep or nothing no. by ghosts and she can only really read the minds of other betazoids and uh ismati ismati yeah, so which no is else. like that like that's just like going to the front page of Pornhub <laughs> and, and typing in <laughs> that real freak shit <laughs> yeah it's crazy that she was able to read Riker's mind and not go insane i know <laughs> Because she she'd be like, my pussy tastes like what? <laughs> she'd be like, uh, she, yeah, she would just see like his, his darkest, most wanton desires. Oh yeah, right. And she would, and I don't think anyone could like peer into that and then walk away sane. But I, honestly, I think like I think Riker overall, he's not super kinky. He's pretty vanilla. Yeah. He just likes he's a, he's a big time non monogamous. That's his yeah. biggest thing is he just wants to fuck everybody. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's not like he's busting out the whips and chains or anything like Mm. you don't he doesn't make it like hurt to sit the next day for anybody no i think yeah he's he's definitely like oh i want everyone to leave happy no exactly he just like makes them come but he doesn't like get into like the more esoteric foreplay like impact play or Mm -hmm. uh, you know like uh humiliation play or anything he definitely doesn't do any humiliation play. No, no no definitely doesn't uh not into that yeah, he's he seems like he's just like yeah, he's like a go with the flow kind of. Yeah, genius. he's 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 the guy who who like immediately breaks out the Hitachi wand. He's like, you ever tried one of these? Uh, <laughs> like, he just wants to make everyone come. Really, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, which is good. I mean, yeah. coming coming isn't like the end point of sex, and some mm-hmm. people prefer longer sexual experiences that don't involve coming mm-hmm. than you know like other sexual experiences that are focused on coming yeah. and so check with your partner if like what what how they feel about that frankly mm. i like i like a mix of both i like mm. uh i like i like a lot of things and yeah. i i ultimately i love to see my partner have like an ugly cum like oh. like i like to see their face contort and like <laughs> uh, i i uh one, like one of the coolest things ever is i dated someone who um <clears throat> Who would like almost have like visions? They had like mm. synesthesia and stuff, and so like when they that's kind of like uh, the movie Drive My Car. I is it? That. Yeah, like uh, like yeah, and they'd have like these fucking crazy like fucking insane orgasms where they like see shit, mm. and that was always fucking cool. Mm. Yeah, 
Nice. Yeah, and like drive my car like the woman. She has to have an orgasm in order to write. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I have to have an orgasm in order to uh, get up for the day. <laughs> in order to get out of bed. Yeah, that's why my pillows are yellow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brit. All my pillows are yellow. A skip bap a doo bop it bap bap a doo. Skip it bop bap a doo. Watch out for those yellow pillows. What you doing on the non yellow pillow street, son? <laughs> you don't belong around here no more. <laughs> get on the yellow street. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> the Yellow Street Road. <laughs> okay, man. Follow the Yellow Street Road. Yeah. Follow the Yellow Street Road. Follow, 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 follow. So Freeman takes the Betazoids to Sick Bay. Uh, oh, wait, one sec. Wait, where are we? No? Okay. Uh, I think we ended uh, Talyn mm-hmm. doing something with them. Yeah. Um,. Oh, she was bringing them the drinks. She got ordered to take the drinks. Yeah, I think I did this out of order for some reason. Mm. So the Betazoids are the life of the party, and everybody on board except Talyn seems to be enjoying themselves. Uh, and she'd like to be transferred back. So she's writing a report to the Vulcan High Council to try to get her position back. Okay. Mariner comes in, invites Talyn to a party, and reveals the entire ship uh, can't send messages out because of a security lockdown at the moment. Boimler, uh, at that moment, is with Rutherford and trying to remember every crew member's name, but feels inadequate because he can't. Um, and he feels like with his new promotion, like the responsibility is placed on his shoulders to know such things. Yeah, I like that part where he's just like, all right, that's Merp, uh, big Merp, and, um, 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 and then he loses and it's like, sleepy Merp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, oh. you're kind of sleepy merp, aren't you? I'm always sleepy merp, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're... Uh, merp, merp wouldn't be a bad name for you. You'd, you'd be a good merp. I'll change my last name to merp. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pat Merp. Pat Merp. Pat Merp. That actually has a great flow to it. Mm. Hey, you met Pat Merp. I'm Pat Merp. Pat Merp. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a single name and it rocks. Yeah, I would I would uh, I would go I would go to the um, uh, get my name changed and they would just be like, oh, Pat Merp. Well, right this way, and then they would shoot me in the head like they would leave me into room like at, you know Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a, a big a big swordfish and you'd be like, oh fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Boimler is with Rutherford, uh, can't remember everyone's name, and Rutherford tries to get him to come to the party, but he won't. So Rutherford calls Shax, and he says he has a candidate for the program. Oh. Oh, yeah. What do you think the program is? I think mm. it's like a... It's P90X. A, yeah. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was thinking it was Scientology, maybe, yeah. but P90X is not that different. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So Talyn goes to the party, and everybody is lit as fuck. Seems like they're more emotional than usual. Mm. And, like, Muglimo is, like, really mad at a machine because it made him non-regurgitated soup. (laughs) This doesn't taste like it's been in my mother's mouth. (laughs) Yeah, which (laughs) I've said about a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you shrimp me like that? How dare. This doesn't feel like it's been in my mother's mouth. Um... So, over with Boimler, he's walking with Shax, and he uh, brings him to a room where they're doing slam poetry. I love that. Uh, yeah, I it was, was like so Klingon pa- slam poetry. It was yeah. pretty funny. You never hear about slam poetry anymore, but it's, it's very funny. It was very much like, yeah, like a product. You know, we saw it come to um, a head, and um, so I married an axe murderer. Oh, she was a thief. <laughs> you got a belief. She stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> yeah. And that then somehow he was so good at slam poetry, he afforded like an amazing apartment. Um, that's, that's what happens when you have um, two uh, Scottish um, grandparents who are played by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's how it rolls. Yeah. You can get a nice apartment that way. Yeah. I think that was like the, the actual, the, the, you know, the, the top, the, the highest slam poetry could possibly rise where it's like the profession of Mike, M- Michael Myers and uh, or Mike Myers and uh, no no Michael Myers Michael Myers in <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and a movie and then after that it just went all downhill and it hasn't been referenced in popular media since this episode that's a good like over almost 30 years yeah right yeah wow so slam poetry is making a comeback enough right. time has passed yeah I'm sure that like Mark Cushman did a slam poetry porn 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, like uh, a- ass slam poetry jam or something <laughs> like that. I'd love that. Yeah, and that's nothing. You oh, don't no, see, you don't he see pro- the Def Jam poetry. He probably did, so I married an ass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm the ass murderer. <laughs> My dick. That's the ass murderer. <laughs> it's ass. me, Rumpel Foreskin. I am the ass murderer. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the bar is getting crazy and nobody's listening to Captain Freeman. Mariner suggests locking everybody in the bridge. Talin suggests this might be happening because the Betazoids and suggests they might have Xanthi fever, which was the plot line for DS9 Season 3, Episode 10, Fascination, yeah. which we previously reviewed on this very podcast. Yeah, yeah and, so I, and that was a good episode, too, because it was, like, their their Polywater episode. Yeah, yeah, it was their Polywater episode, but it was also their Sarek episode. They're also their Sarek episode, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, like, it was... Ba- so this is, yeah, this is in, in a long line of Sarek, Fascination, Now... The, the Naked Now, The Naked, the now, naked Time. The Naked Time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love a horny episode, we honestly. Do. We do. Uh, any, any horny episode is a good episode, in yeah. my opinion. Not not really. I kind of don't like Naked Time. No, it's pretty bad. Yeah, Naked Now is pretty all right. Yeah. Um, and I love Fascination. Yeah. Um, that, that one's a good episode. Yeah, that's a great Luxwana episode, for mm-hmm. sure. We love any Luxwana DS9 episode, 100%. Yeah, and I did think it was that when I was first watching it. I'm like, oh, they got the, they got the, they got the Luxwana disease. <laughs> they got the Xanthi. Yeah, they're going through they're going through menopause. Mm-hmm. They're going through betazoid menopause. Yeah, the yeah. beta cuck po- menopause. <laughs> yeah, do you think beta cucks come from betazoid? Mm, probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. We, we, I mean, what we have seen of male Betazoids, you know, we had like Lloyd Braun. Oh, right. He, he was, he was supposed to be really charming and stuff. But he was kind of, but he was a rapist. And, and yeah. So, and, and then we had, um, and then we had, um, what's his face in Voyager? Um, oh. Wait, was what's Chucky. his face? Yeah, yeah, Chucky. Yeah, uh, yeah, the guy from that one episode, the murderer. Yeah, yeah. he was he was a Betazoid, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was a Betazoid. Mur- he mm-hmm. was a Betazoid serial killer. So mm-hmm. like, not a good, lot, not a lot of good Betazoid males. No, and maybe that's why their women are such baddies. It could be it. Is because all the males are beta cucks, and so they have to like fucking go out to the galaxy and get some real dick. It's true, and they gotta go to Riker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All, all, all. <laughs> they gotta go to Odo. To they gotta go to Picard. Uh huh. Yeah, they know who's got that good dick. Yeah. I don't think Picard has that good dick though. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I, it has to have a waterfall involved. Right. Right. <laughs> He's, uh, I, I, I don't know where the clit is without the waterfall. <laughs> but man, to his credit, though, he did lose Vash to a basically a god. Yeah, he he also lost Vag to himself <laughs> because he's kind of a cuck. Yeah, mm. and yeah, I mean, I get you know. Do you think Vosh has anything to do with Vash? No, you know that the guy from the YouTube. Streamer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. That guy's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of problematic. He, he's got some. He's got the accusations. He's got a few of the accusations. He's got a few of the accusations. Yeah, I don't really fuck with him. I don't. No, I, I think I watched some of his stuff ten years ago or something, but I don't yeah. really fuck with that. No, I don't really fuck with streamers like at all. Me either. I think they're. I think. Uh, the only streamers I fuck with is women streaming urine onto my face. <laughs> Skip that boobie to do. Piss, 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 piss. You, you could say you know the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea. Uh, there is no difference. Yes, there is. You don't pay for a garbanzo bean on your face. This is like the oldest internet joke. <laughs> I know. We don't tell old internet jokes on this I'm podcast. Sorry. I just, no, I this just, is. As a vegan, I, I, I who loves garbanzo beans, I love that joke. Oh, do you? Yeah. What about uh, what's the difference between jam and jelly? Um, actually, there's a lot of differences. Yeah, there are. <laughs> uh, jam particularly uh, uses uh, like a. Um, doesn't have to use a stabilizer, whereas yeah. jelly either uses pectin or gelatin in order yes. to stabilize juices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jam is more of a fruit, the whole fruit. Yeah, yeah, and it can be sometimes preserves, which is just the whole fruit mm-hmm. um, in pretty much nothing else besides sugar and vinegar. I do love preserves; they're really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, man, I want to go get some preserves after this, and so in the br- in the morning I can have like a nice like 
Ooh, I should make biscuits tomorrow. I should have like preserves on a nice fresh baked biscuit. Mm-hmm. You ever stuck your dick in a biscuit? I have not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I usually eat them. Yeah, but you, you save one, put it to the side, have your fuck biscuit. Oh, the You've fuck never biscuit. had a fuck biscuit? I've never had a fuck biscuit. You always, that... you always leave one out of the batch to be your fuck biscuit. <laughs> God, what kind of American are you? Oh, like I guess I did have one. I mean, I did bring biscuits to uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. How, 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 do you, how do you think? <laughs> I guess like, I, guess I, guess I did fuck those biscuits. How do you think it? you make that? Uh, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Oh, I always made a gravy out of like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I made. I usually either make like an onion gravy or a or a mushroom gravy. But you're saying it's a different gravy. Why do you think it's like white with like black chunks in it? <laughs> <laughs> Britt, yours has black chunks in it. My gravy, yeah, it's pepper. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but also my semen, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's gravel. Those are spider eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good when it's extra spidery. Skip bap bap do. They say the average person eats eight spiders a year. <laughs> they don't talk about how many spiders lay Crawl eggs up in your dick yeah. and, and lay eggs in your urethra. <laughs> ow, ow! It's hurting to walk today. I got them urethra spiders. Uh, oh, I guess I got one of the twelve spiders a year that crawl up your urethra and lay eggs. <laughs> one a month, like clockwork. <laughs> Clockwork. It comes and goes with the moon. <laughs> That's why men have a time of the month as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ladies, your period. But do you ever get the dick spiders? Did, I didn't think so. You never get your monthly dick spiders? <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, ooh, tampons, boo-hoo. Until you have to get a spider trap for your dick. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of you complain. You gotta, you gotta put a little, like a little raid thing up there. <laughs> you, should, you, you hire a. Uh, so you're basically like loading an old timey musket. <laughs> you hire an exterminator. He comes to the door. Zip, zip. All right. Oh, we got dick spiders again. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of those in this area. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of spiders around Washington State. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the guy you have to hire an ex, like the the dick spider guy, and he comes, mm -hmm. puts it in, loads it like a musket. Mm -hmm. get, yeah, get that, get like a that, black powder rifle, like a black powder powder rifle, mm -hmm. and then you don't get dick spiders. <laughs> like a black black rifle coffee company. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's named after. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> we're just going off the rails on this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we've stopped paying attention to this episode. Um, yeah. So. Uh, we're in the bar. Everyone's getting crazy. Uh, to Lynn suggests this might be Xanthi fever, um, which is the plot line for fascination. Mm -hmm. To Lynn suggests calling in a Betazoid doctor to deal with the situation, but Freeman refuses. One of the Betazoid women comes over and hits on Freeman, asking if it's still horny in here, which was a pretty <laughs> amazing line. That, that is, a good is line. something that I would have said. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Betazoids are taken to Med Bay, where they're scanned for certain diseases, including Xanthi fever, uh, which shocks them because they're not old enough to carry Xanthi fever. Mm -hmm. They begin telepathically communicating, indicating they're up to something else, and approach Freeman menacingly, mm -hmm. or women assingly, uh, <laughs> to, to make it more equitable. Women-assingly. Women-assingly, yes. And I, there, there's also another line previously where like i think uh, uh mariner says it's like champagnefully oh yeah that, yeah <laughs> that yeah let's really get champagnefully drunk yeah champagnefully drunk that was that was a pretty fun line that, that was excellent yeah and this is uh the the, the, the like the one-liners in this episode are great it's, it's almost like obviously written by a comedian yeah the way like the humor is introduced yeah like set not, up and yeah and then a punchline yeah it's not like super deep except for like the the Sarek and fascination stuff mm -hmm. it's not there's not a ton of like referential things or anything here yeah it's uh more like references to modern things yeah you know like the the yard drinks and like slam poetry and mm -hmm. stuff like that obviously written by a millennial yes <laughs> the only people that still remember slam poetry and yard drinks and yard drinks um so yeah like you can't get a yard drink of like uh fucking i don't know like white claw i'm sure you can now actually i you, take that back yeah that's the thing I, i've never had a yard drink what yeah wow we need to get you slam trash <laughs> 
I, I should just order one off of uh, off of eBay or, yeah. or like uh, Amazon, and then just like make you a mixed drink and make you get progressively drunker and drunker throughout <laughs> one of our podcast days until like you're puking out of your nose and into your lap, like <laughs> by the last episode. I wake up face down in your hot tub, like <gasps> <laughs> your ass hurts for some reason. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> god damn you, yard drinks. <laughs> yeah. Your ass hurts because I fed you too much dairy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just pooping up a storm. <laughs> yeah, pooping, pooping in the hot tub. <laughs> pooping in the hot tub. It's like, wait, I don't remember there being a hot mud bath here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> so, over with Boimler, the Slam Poetry Club, uh, where he's at, are doing Starfleet Security Officer charades. <laughs> and uh, this one's Odo. Mm -hmm. uh, so Boimler thinks this is a test by Shax. Mm -hmm. Shax uh, plays along and says now is time for the ritual, and uh, which is one of two tests that must he must pass. And it's an Enterprise Malcolm Reed puzzle in some tarot cards, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty funny. Yeah, so fun. That was really good. Uh, he asks what kind of choice it is, which uh, opts him in for both. And Shax rejoices with yeah. the rest of security. <laughs> what kind of choice is this? That means he's chosen both! And they're all sort of celebrating. Yeah. Really which, fun. if you ask something like that, that's not a choice. That's no. not, this is very, like, unconsensual. Yeah. I feel like Jamie Loftus might not totally understand consent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's yard drinks being shoved in buttholes. Mm -hmm. There's, like, yeah. just, just like her to write a book about hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on with them do hot dogs? What's going on with them dogs? You got that dog in you? You got that dog in you? You got that chipmunk in you? <laughs> You got that squeak wool in you. <laughs> got, got another squeak wool in you. Come on, give me another squeak wool. That's what I'm gonna start calling it once I can go more. Uh, when I go more than one round during sex, I'm like, "You ready for the squeak wool, baby? <laughs> I'm a squeak wool that raw." What are you doing? You're calling nine one one. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> again, again, again. All right, I'll stop saying squeak wool. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> All right, I'll get out of your house. Get out of All your right, house. I'll stop calling you. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll stop violating the restraining order. Skip that baby to bow, down. I won't hide in your walls anymore. <laughs> I'll stay away from and your street and, wa and watch you through through paintings with the eyes cut uh, <laughs> with holes cut in the eyes. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I have, I have a painting like that, not watch someone without their consent with yeah. the holes. Really. Yeah. Nice. But you want uh, to be in like an old mansion and watch people come and chase them away. Rather than being in an old mansion, I'd like to be in an old man. <laughs> son. Man, son. Yeah, get it, and you could cut whole, whole, uh, eye holes in him and yeah. see through him. I actually really, that's like the last kind of person I want to have sex with is like an old man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's just like they're so like feeble and like they're so like non sexual, like mm. with their dumb little hats and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I like to play solitaire on the boat. Oh, 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 you feel, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're, oh, that feels pretty good on my asshole. <laughs> that feels very good on my asshole. Well, I guess I'm not playing backgammon today. <laughs> 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 um, so back with uh, Freeman the Betazoids have taken her captive and are headed to the bridge in the turbo lift Freeman tries to escape and the Betazoids take out the bridge crew they reveal that they're on a mission across the quadrant to find clues that reveal what happened during the ongoing attacks uh, from earlier this season on the, uh, the Romulans and the Klingons, and the uh, and Dor no the Orions. Orions. Yeah, Freeman says her crew will come to save her, and I'd I'd come anyway to save her or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, you know I you know I do one of them. Come. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but everybody can't save her because they're mostly naked in the bar playing human pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> which which is pretty fun. Yeah, all the guys are shirtless. Yeah, which is pretty. <laughs> cool <laughs> pretty cool everyone's in their underwear which i mean who's wearing underwear in the future except for like to stop chafing maybe or something like mm. your uniform should be comfortable enough to just wear yeah that's true mm -hmm. I, but imagine like they have really comfortable underwear 
Yeah, but their suits should be comfortable enough to wear without underwear. I mean, we see them wearing underwear in Enterprise a lot just because we of do. the sexy um, decant, decontamin- decontamination scenes. Right, right. Yeah, but... Uh, decontamination. Decontamination, yeah. Like, it basically, like, re- those were the horniest scenes. And, like, completely unnecessarily horny. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, we see the underwear just, but even TNG, like we only ever see them in their like their um, their like uh, satin robes, right, satin right. pajamas, and no, stuff. No, no, we never even see them in underwear. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Mm. Yeah. So it, it could be possible that this is bringing back like, oh yeah, they wear underwear. Mm-hmm. Like it was established in Enterprise, and then we just kind of lost. We don't know if they evolved past that. They just wear like their uniforms and nothing underneath. So. I hope so in the future. Yeah. You know, there's no reason for underwear anymore. Mm. Let's bring them titties out. <laughs> Let's bring them dicks out. Yeah. Dicks out. Dicks out, everybody. <laughs> this podcast is a pro dicks out organization. Exactly. So over with Talyn, Ta'ana, and Mariner, Ta'ana frees herself and goes after the Betazoids. But Talyn reveals that the source of heightened emotion on the ship is, in fact, her. Oh. It's not Xanthi fever, but instead the Vulcan uh, Bendai syndrome, which affects older Vulcans and was a plot for TNG episode Sarek, which we've also reviewed recently. Mm-hmm. Turns out Talyn is 62 years old. <laughs> Only seven years away from being nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, over with Freeman, the Betazoids are thinking of turning her over to the Romulans, and she says they'll torture out all of her intel. The Betazoid uh, is intrigued by this and tries to read her mind and finds that the other Betazoids have been throwing shade at her, mm-hmm. which is a pretty fun little little thing for Freeman to do. Yeah, she's like, oh, read my mind. It's mm-hmm. like, calls her a bitch. Right. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, they get in an argument that distracts them. Over with Boimler, they're still doing a tarot reading, and it's another rebirth card for him, and he says everything's a rebirth. Yeah. Uh, Shaq oh, says, this is this. What does he say? Like this is a blah blah, but it actually means rebirth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, over with boy. Uh, yeah, Shaq says there's more to being on the security team than just kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Boimler gets mad and says all they do is play games, and all he wants is some action. And right then, a red alert sounds. <laughs> uh, Mariner reveals to the crew that Talyn is the cause of all the emotional commotion and they chase after her and Mariner. They lock themselves in a room, and Talyn helps to regulate Mariner's emotions uh, like my Abilify, Abilify does. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, wonderful stuff. You should, you should check it out if mm. you have trouble regulating your emotions. Mm. Yeah. Works, works well. Talyn reveals that she's emotional because she can't send a message and that she was banished to the Cerritos for being insubordinate and emotional for saving her crew one time. Which seems seems bad to punish someone for that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not a Vulcan, so... And I'm racist towards Vulcans, so. <laughs> Um, Yeah, she says she's not truly Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a sad moment. We feel for Talyn. Yeah, we feel and for And also, Talyn cannot die this season, in my opinion. After this episode, they're not yeah. going to kill her. I don't think they're gonna kill her after this. They've 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 fleshed her out too much, and she's too likable of a character. I think she is, but I still have my fa- I still have faith that she's gonna die. You got faith of the heart, faith that they'll kill Tullin. <laughs> I'm feeling Scoop-a-dee-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
What are you doing hanging out of that Jeffrey's tube? <laughs> that meat hanging out. <laughs> Smegma womb. Um, so over with the security team, they come upon Tiana, who's trying to get into the bridge to eat the betazoids, which it uh, established earlier that uh, Cations eat betazoids, yeah. or they used to, but yeah. now they only eat synthetic betazoid. Yeah, and she, I do like how like uh, she like they say like um, she took a she took a she took an oath not to eat humans eat her patients or something. <laughs> That's fair. I think yeah. you should maybe have to take that oath if you're yeah. a doctor. Maybe. Yeah. So Mariner gives to Lynn a pep talk about how great she is, and she's very inspired by this. Uh, Mariner says talking through their problems is better than violence. Talyn gets a hold of herself, and the crew comes to their senses finally. Over with security, they calm Tiana down with some warm milk <laughs> and take back the bridge with the help of the power of slam poetry, <laughs> where the soul meets the mind, yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. which is a really great, I really love She's that. She's like, I can't read your mind. What's going on? Like, She's yeah. like, oh, I'm so serene. Cause <laughs> slam, slam poetry. poetry. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Cerritos flies away and the Romulans uh, decloak, disappointed that the Cerritos didn't fly into their neutral zone trap. Mm. Yeah. Like, so. we'll go look somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Back with Shax, he tells Boimler that he seems stressed, so the security team tried to give him a relaxing day off, which is very nice of them. Mm -hmm. He says it's security's job to sometimes protect people by protecting their emotions. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, and uh, Boimler thanks him for his very holistic approach in security. I do like that kind of like interpretation of security yeah it's it's, it's like uh wharf's thing you know like mm -hmm. reframing or like um him or martok's like reframing of like mental health and mm -hmm. like time is enemies yeah uh, to be overcome instead of like you know yeah, yeah. downplaying them it's really yeah. cool yeah it's really good yeah so the betazoids apologize for their behavior and everything as well they give freeman a parting gift a security log of the starship responsible for all of the recent attacks. Mm. Mystery ship. Over in the bar, Mariner gets to Lynn some room temperature water, her favorite cocktail, <laughs> and finally comms are back up. But to Lynn has decided not to send her report and not to ask to go back to the Vulcan High Council. Tendi comes over and tries to be friendly, but to Lynn is resistant. The end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, what do you what do you think? Good episode, I thought. It was, it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, I liked, yeah. I liked how they expanded um, Betazoid culture a little bit. Like, little bit. yeah, we got to see a little peek into like you know, oh, they do have like some sort of like some secret agents type mm -hmm. things, which would make sense. Like they would make really good secret agents, mm -hmm. being that they can read minds and also really competent fighters because they can read the minds of their opponent and so know what they're going to do before they do it. So that makes kind of sense. Yeah. Like, um, but they couldn't read the mind of a slam poet. Right. <laughs> it's I like mean, their weakness. I, I do wonder how it would, like, be to have, like, sex with a bedazoid because of this. Because they can, like, mm. there's no spontaneity because they know what you're going to do before you do it. Mm. Although, I don't know, with the kind of freak shit I'm into, by the time they process it, maybe it's a surprise still. You can flood, you can flood their mind. You can have at the forefront of your mind just, like most insane shit you know this is this is why i'm always thinking about two girls one cup just in case i meet a betazoid and yeah. i want to really freak their shit out yeah yeah and then and then like have you have your back of your mind just being like doing operating without any sort of like detection no the back of my mind is just stressing about soytrek.com yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like damn it yeah yeah paramount more like scare amount scare amount because i'm scared to mount things and have sex with them mm. because of their not Anson Mount though. IP lawyers. I don't know. No, I'm not. I've been fucking a ton since this whole thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've just been dicking down. Dicking down. Dicking down and dicking brown. Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's, that's what they call, you know, that's what Sinead O'Connor called the difficult brown. <laughs> the difficult brown. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I do remember that. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor rocks. She so does rock. R.I.P. Yeah, she rules. She was awesome. But yeah. uh, but for this episode, I really liked, I like the idea that, yeah, like, you know, instead of like, you know, it brings up a good problem with the Vulcans where they don't 
talk through through their what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like they do definitely like all Vulcans are do pretty much just as Mariner said, repress it down into a deep dark ball inside themselves. Yeah. And so it's like that's that, why I, that's actually one of their testicles. That's the Pong <laughs> yeah, Far testicle yeah. that they have to release every seven every yeah, seven yeah. years. So that's a deep <laughs> deep dark ball. It's a deep dark ball. Mm-hmm. And so um that makes sense. And um yeah, like uh and also, I like the the kind of just like reinterpretation of what the security team team does. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I like like Shax is like a great enlightened character. That I like, love Shax. No, Shax is easily one of the best, most complete, full feeling characters on the show. It, it, he is. Oh. Yeah, he's and, and they don't have him on there a ton, which is crazy. I I know. I feel like especially this season. He especially in the first season, he was my favorite character. Like that's why when he died. <laughs> Like in the yeah. first season, I was, I was like, "No, I was really heartbroken." Yeah, and uh, yeah, Shax is awesome. I'd love to see more of him, mm-hmm. um, just like in general, because like you know what we, well, but it, it kind of makes sense that he's also kind of like the dark horse where they bring him in occasionally and just to like steal the show, kind of right. And also like Fred Tatasciari like does so many other voices on the show yeah. that like even if he's not playing Shax, he's still probably getting his paycheck every week. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was fun. Like I liked, uh, yeah, it was fun that it was basically through Talin's perspective mm-hmm. that we got we got this episode. So it was kind of like a Talin episode. It was. It was a total Talin episode, which yeah. is why I don't think they're gonna kill her off. Is because they gave her a full episode. Yeah. She's she ain't just a side character no more. She's a main character. And I'm still I'm still very much in the camp that she's gonna die. It makes sense that they also want to like build her up before they kill her. I don't. Yeah, I don't want that. I and mean, we don't want it, but it yeah. won't happen. Then again, I've, I've called a lot of things that I don't want. But yeah. I still think might happen. Like, mm-hmm. thankfully, the writer strike is over, so like, Strange New Worlds isn't as much on the chopping block. However, no. the the actors, you know, the everyone sag, that everyone that got beamed aboard the Gorn ship is up on the chopping block. Yeah, exactly. So except for except for uh, what's his face, uh, Mbinga, we know mm-hmm. he survives at least. No, oh, yeah, he has to survive. He has to survive unless they bring back Mbenga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I definitely recommend this episode. I'd give it, I don't know, solid seven, seven and a half out of ten. That sounds fair. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't the. Sna- I, I still like um, something borrowed, something green. The previous episode, mm. I think that was the best one this season so far. Um, that did the best job of both playing with star trek you know as a franchise and mm-hmm. being funny about that and also expanding it as a franchise yeah we got to see more of the orions because like orions yeah they're just mm-hmm. always used as as like sort of like the, the the background baddie yeah but i thought this episode definitely had some of the funniest jokes in the entire yeah, season like as a comedy uh this one probably maybe was the funniest episode so far this season mm-hmm. um but you know cohesively in the story there are a couple holes. Like, why would the Betazoids keep this mission a secret from yeah. Starfleet? Yeah, considering they are allies. I mean, right. They, I guess they're supposedly working, like, because, like, you know, their cover is to just be, like, drunk party girls. Right, and, right. Um, and then maybe they don't want to share everything with Starfleet, even though, you know, they are allies. They have their own, they have their sovereignty. So they just, mm-hmm. but yeah, that would, it would seem like they would want to share this, like, being that the federation is so widespread and has like the technology capable of like of like defending planets and responding to threats like mm-hmm. why they wouldn't like be like we picked up this evil ship that goes around exploding things right, like, right. i feel that's very pertinent to um giving to the federation with its technology and 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 uh and numbers and everything else so fair fair but yeah. you know i guess we'll see that's going to be the main that's been the main the through line through the season. You know, <clears throat> episodes one, two, f- four, and five so far, kind mm-hmm. of. So, yeah, I would like to see like at least maybe next episode. Like, I feel we've been getting teased enough this season. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like next episode should at least deal with the um, the ini- like the their first initial encounter with this thing. Yeah, I think so, and then probably the last episode as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't see the need really for like two parter episodes in this mm-hmm. universe. Although they've done, I think two or two or two or three two parters so mm-hmm. far, they're fine. Yeah. Um, but not needed. No, not needed with this format. No, no. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll see we'll see some uh, some conclusion or or some sort of, some, give us give us a little something to sink our teeth into next season, uh, next episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and 
I'm kind of wondering if maybe it's, I don't know, like, because they said there's only one life form on board. I'm wondering if it's Peanut Hamper, maybe the evil Jeffrey Combs robot, and then one person, one evil person. Mm. Who knows? Oh, that's true. Yeah, they don't. Not, they can't read Peanut Hamper and um, Jeffrey Combs. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they can. There's just like some other person they have on there. Yeah, exactly. Maybe another villain that we totally forgot about, or maybe it's Armis. Oh. Maybe Armis finally. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be funny. Mm. <laughs> like Armis is Armis is like loose. Yeah, mm. Armis has always been loose. He gets his ass plowed every every single day. Mm. And Arm Arm and he's loose because he's juice. That's true. He is yeah. the loose juice. He is the loose juice. He's uh, gender fluid. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. yeah. He killed a blonde woman, so he's like OJ in that way. He too. killed a white woman, more killed, importantly. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, there's a lot of lot of connections between Armis and OJ. A lot, a lot of parallels. A lot of parallels. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the glove fits Armis? <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like he would. He could fit his whole body into a glove. <laughs> Imagine Armis in a Ford Bronco, just fucking running from the cops. <laughs> I can't fit this glove. It's like you're liquid. You can literally pour into every 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 crevice of his glove. No, Nora, you got me there. Yeah, I'm evil. God, Armis is such a fucking dumb character. Yeah, he is. I love how hammy the voice actor is. Yeah. Oh, you've come to my planet that I've been stuck on for years. <laughs> I'm all powerful, but I can't leave this planet somehow. Mm -hmm. definitely does does a number on the throat trying to do that yeah it does i just got got a little got a little verklempt there i get it i get it yeah well i guess that's a good place for us to leave it yeah yeah thanks for joining us soldiers be well travel safe and uh i'd I'd say probably go watch uh this this episode empathological fallacies yeah or more like empathological fallacies That's a penis. All right. We'll see you next time, soy boys, girls, and overly beans. Hang Hang dong and shocker. Looks like somebody's on the wrong street, boy. Scat, <laughs> bab,